What's going on, everyone? It's Norm coming to you with another episode of Scruffy City Sports. I hope I'm not going to apologize because it's my own podcast, but I will say I was on assignment last week, and so I missed your lovely faces. I was at a podcasting convention uh, in Nash Vegas, and I just was 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 unavailable. I, I just couldn't get to the podcast. I am not sorry about it, but I'm letting you all know. So. What are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about this NCAA thing that's going on with Tennessee. Donde Plowman is the woman. She is her. Let her cook. My friends at Johnny Knoxville have a wonderful shirt with Donde on it. I will link it in the description below. I, you go, please tell them Norm sent you and please buy it. I've, I've got one. Super excited to get it. Then we will talk about basketball. Last several games of basketball season, we will do a little football deep dive. Not football, but ba- baseball. Football is a long way away, but we I guess we can talk football. Nico, that's kind of the, the NCAA stuff there. And then that's probably about it. Full disclosure, I've already done the podcast, but I hit forgot to hit the record button. So we're going we're doing it again. We're doing it live and we're doing it twice. So grab your zebra cakes, grab your Cheetos, grab your Dr. Pepper, whatever you need to snack on, popcorn, Reese pieces. Whatever it is, beef jerky. I don't I don't know. I don't know what you're gonna eat eat and snack on right now, but grab it. Grab it. I'm gonna hit some buffer music. We're gonna come back, we're gonna chit chat, and then we're just gonna get this party started. You ready? Hold on, ear momentos. And if you've not heard, because I like to tease some music here. I, I do my, my teasing. Casey Musgraves, who I'm a big fan of, Casey. She does a version of Three Little Birds by the one and only Bob Marley. And it is fantastic. I, that was the little buffer music. Listen, just listen. Let her sing to us for a second. Rise up this morning. Smile with the rising sun. Three little birds. Singing sweet songs, melodies pure and true, saying, This is my message to you. Gosh, that girl can sing. I mean, can sing, flat out sing. Anyway, you didn't come here. I mean, maybe you did come here to listen to me talk about Casey. I don't know. I don't know. We're just here along for the ride. Let's talk about the last several basketball games. Uh, Tennessee, since I last talked to you guys, I, four, I don't know when the last one we talked about basketball was, but they've had four games since the last time I think I've talked about basketball. In that stretch, they went 3-1. and one. They lost a midweek game this week to South Carolina. Team looked like dog doo-doo, as nicely as I can say it. Body language was atrocious. They did not look like they wanted to be here. It was at the Tommy Ball, at the TBA, and it was just it just, it just felt like the vibes were low. As a team, as a whole, the vibes were low. And that's, I don't know. And it, it, before that, maybe it was a, one of those trap games. We were looking ahead to Kentucky. I don't know what to take of it. They lost by four. But last night, all of those thoughts of the body language and the vibes were low drastically, drastically were changed because Tennessee shellacked, shellacked those coal miners. Those ash-smoking, marble marble reds, Kentucky fans, knuckle draggers. They just—it is. I love to see it. Woggles put out the the blue tears, the mild cats milk, and it was just great to see. 
And I will say that we shellac them and Dalton Connect, our star, our our big, bright, and shining knot, didn't have his greatest of nights. He only only had 16 points. I mean, heaven forbid, only having 16 points. But Zakai Ziegler, and I thought Michael Jordan made an appearance, but it was actually just Triple J, Josiah Jordan James. Both had 26 for the night. I think I saw a stat last night where Zakai Ziegler accounted for 60 points in that game with assists and points he scored himself. Toby Awaka looked like he was ready to straight up rip somebody in half. I was just, oh, man, it was a great game. Zakai Ziegler, I'm not Zakai, Santiago Vescovi was blowing kisses to Ashley Judd courtside. I mean, everything about that game was fantastic. We had a Cameron Carr siding in the first half of the game. J.P. Estrella even got a minute or two in. Just fantastic. I mean, there, that was a great basketball game played on primetime on ESPN. All you need to know about Tennessee basketball and where the SEC is as far as a basketball hub that it is now, Duke and North Carolina played before Tennessee and Kentucky. Think about that for a second. If you would have told 25-year-old Norm, 20-year-old Norm, heck, 35-year-old Norm, that UT – and Kentucky would be the primetime game on ESPN following North Carolina and Duke, I would have fell over from a heart attack. But that's what happened last night. The state of ACC basketball is so bad. So bad. Or is it that the SEC basketball is so good? I think it's the latter, everyone. I think basketball and the SEC, they have put all their chips in, and they said, we want to be an everything conference. We want everything to be fantastic. And from top to bottom, all the sports, the SEC is just better. Now, Norm, you're going to say, what about the Big 12 or the Big – I get that. I get that. But just go back several years and tell me someone other than Kentucky that was good in the SEC as far as basketball goes. Just – I'll wait. That's right, it was just Kentucky. So anyway, it's fantastic to see the the brightest stars shine bright. I don't know, whatever the saying is. Rihanna can sing it for us if she wants to. But anyway, I'm, I was ecstatic to see we hung 100 on Kentucky. I think it was the first time, I think that since 1993. Now, I got all this information on Twitter, so however you want to take that. Um, since Someone had scored 100 points in Corrupt Arena last night, which was just fantastic. It was just, I just, man, it was so exciting to see that basketball is back up there again. Now, I know there's lots of people that just hate on Rick Barnes because he can't win in March, and I get that, and you can say that all you want to, but I have decided, since I, I had a birthday recently, last week, I've decided to just live in the moment, live in the now. Don't don't be a meteorologist and plan your weekend around two weeks from now, the 14-day forecast. Don't do it. Just, just enjoy the weather today. If you're in East Tennessee, it's going to change about 12 times between now and tomorrow. So just let it ride. Just go for it. Don't worry about the outcome. Don't sit there and do the what-if game. Don't sit there and be like, man, man, just don't. Just live. Just enjoy it. Let Rick win 20 games in the regular season and just be excited. Just be excited. I can't tell you as a person how to feel, but I'm going to tell you what Norm is doing in my approach for basketball. It's just a game. It's just a game. I have no money. I don't bet on – I don't sports bet. I mean, I I could tell you how and what you should do, but I don't do it. I just enjoy it. 
It's not football where every game matters. It's basketball. We're a top five program. We just shellacked a top 10 program in Kentucky. Rick Barnes is like seven and one all time playing Kentucky when they're when both teams are ranked. The man has four wins at Corrupt Arena. And in the past 40 years, Tennessee's only won in there four times. Or in the past 40 years, Tennessee has won there nine times. And Rick Barnes has four of those wins. The man is going to have a statue by the time it's all said and done. Him and Pat are going to be hanging out hand in hand out there in front of the Tommy Bowl. I just, I don't, I, I get why people hate Rick Barnes because they judge him on his March appearances. But the man is going to win 20 plus games every regular season. He's going to do it. Just like the cows coming home. He's going to do it. I just, I don't know. Anyway, so we've said all that to say. Uh, a little news that I found out last night, and I will give credit where credit is due to Tony Tony Basilio, the dean, for a reason. Uh, he is uh, reporting uh, that Dalton Connect, after the midweek g- uh, loss to South Carolina, had a meeting with Triple J and Santiago Vescovi and said, hey, guys, listen, I came here to win basketball games. I didn't come here to score 40-plus points a night. I, I'm going to be honest with you, he can score 40 if he wants to. He is the greatest player I've seen put on a Tennessee uniform ever. I, I'm not old enough to remember the Wade Houston days. I'm not. I don't. I'm not. I, I mean, I'm old enough, but I don't remember him. So I will say this with full confidence that he is the best basketball player I've seen wear a Tennessee uniform, and I'm 41. So Grant and Admiral were fantastic. Fulkerson, fantastic. Chris Lofton, fantastic. Kenny Chandler, fantastic. Juwan Phillips, all those guys are fantastic, but they are no Dalton Connect. That man is just a force of nature to be reckoned with. And I'm here for it. I don't, I don't want it to go away. So it's, it speaks a lot about his character to say, hey, listen, I'm the star. I'm, I'm doing all this, but I want you all, I need your help. And I think, I think that's going to build some great chemistry down the road for this program. Are they a Final Four team? Maybe. Are they an Elite Eight team? Hopefully. Are they a Sweet 16 team? Yes, they have to be. That's what I'm building this whole season off of is a Sweet 16 appearance. There are min- numerous media outlets saying that they are going to go far farther than that. I, I can't I can't let myself get there yet. We've got a lot of basketball to play. I think we're just half-ish way through the SEC play. Still got a ways to go, and I, I'm just excited. I'm along for the ride. So... That's basketball talk. This week we have a LSU, I think, comes to town uh, Wednesday night. And then Saturday they play. Is it Texas A&M? I want to say it's Texas A&M. Yes. So, Wednesday night, 7 o'clock, that's home at the Tommy Bowl. And then Saturday at 8 o'clock, on the road, College Station at Texas Agriculture and Mechanical School, also known as Texas A&M down in College Station. All right, Norm, we've talked enough about basketball. I've reached my basketball peak Hit us with some buffer music and then come back and talk to us about, I think we'll do baseball. Baseball, yeah, baseball. Yeah. XG. Oh, man. If you're not listening to XG, which is a Korean band, I, I don't know what you're doing. They have some superb lyrics. The girl says in that quote, she said, I'm fresh because I got the green in my diet. I mean, who comes up with that stuff? <laughs> I'm going to try and subtly put that in. Maybe I can squeeze it in after I eat a couple of oatmeal cream pies. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> 
I don't know where I was going with that. Anyway, so baseball season. Baseball season is right around the corner. We are less than two weeks away. Um, I believe it is the 16th, February 16th, is the MLB kickoff classic down in Arlington, Texas. I will next week give you some highlights, news notes, and all that fun stuff. I don't really – I know they're playing Baylor, and I don't know who else. We're looking it up. I'm I'm doing some filler here because UTSports.com is taking forever to load, and I can't see the schedule. But I will give you some high-level stuff on that. Some weird news. They are playing Texas Tech, Oklahoma, and Baylor. Uh, so that's Friday night. First pitch is at 8 o'clock Eastern. Saturday is 8 o'clock Eastern. Sunday, 7.30 Eastern. So the podcast that week, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll figure out something. Also, scheduling notes for that. You have got the only way, the only way to watch this. In years previous, you can watch it on the MLB Network, MLB.com. MLB wants their money. It's, it's a bunch of old guys, that they want their dollars. So in order for you to watch this baseball games tournament, I'm sure you can find an illegal stream somewhere. I cannot tell you to do that. But I'm sure if you use Google, you can type it in and find it. The actual legal way to watch this game is on a website called Flow, F-L-O, not the girl from Progressive Commercials, Flow Baseball, all one word, Flow Baseball. I have seen horrendous stories of this website not canceling your subscription and auto-renewing you even though you've canceled it. I'm forewarning you now. It's going to be a nightmare. So when you get home... Friday the 16th, it's 7.45, and you're like, bam, I'm going to watch it, and you got to go through there, and you can't find it on TV, and you go to this flow baseball nonsense. That's that's what's going to happen. Do like me. I will probably follow it along on my app of choice and then listen to John Wilkerson. Hopefully, they'll be doing a radio broadcast for that. If not, I'll be big sad. Okay, so other notes from baseball season. Lots of new guys, lots of that stuff. We will not see a final roster. As far as that goes, the only weird thing that I saw <clears throat> handed at a few weeks ago on the Twitter X machine was that Zane didn't, um, I guess I didn't realize during fall ball that he was not playing. I just assumed he was hurt or was taking, I don't know. I don't know what he was doing, but he didn't play at all during fall practice, even though he announced he was going to come back in August. He is officially on the team, but is officially not with the team. Tony Vitello's quote about that was, he's in a good place, we're in a good place, and we'll see. Very weird for Tony Vitello. There's, there's a lot of coach speak there, and Tony Valls usually does not do the coach speak. I don't know what to take from that. I don't know I don't know what that means because Zane didn't – he was a guy last year. I mean, without him, we would not have went to the College World Series. We wouldn't have won the Clemson Regional. All of those things. He came back for his super senior season of COVID. And I, I don't know what to I don't know how to to read that. So we will see how that all pans out. Um, I'll take Tony Valls at his word that he's in a good place and we're in a good place. I mean, we got a lot of transfers. Um, I think the writing on the wall is that there's a lot of guys that transferred in, the Billy Amick kid, and Zane may have not been a starter, got his feelings hurt. And, and so on. I, that's Norm's hot take. That's my Bo Hangley's hot take of the day. Could I be wrong? I hope so. I hope so. I really was a fan of Zane Denton. He was holding down the hot corner, third base, for those of you that don't know what the hot corner is. And I just, I, I want him on the team. But, you know, if, you know, he, he's his own guy, and he can make his own decisions. He's a grown adult. So it is what it is. Other baseball news, I am so excited that Todd Helton finally, finally, years past due, made it into the Hall of Baseball Hall of Fame. Super excited for that. 
it's it's well overdue. I was a huge Todd Helton baseball uh, fan my entire life. I followed the Rockies while he was there. I went to numerous Rod Delmonico baseball camps where Todd Helton was there growing up. He was just he's a big fan of mine. I know he's got some off field issues, but we don't talk about that here. Just people make mistakes. Um, but he is finally going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. I don't think most people. If you are not a baseball fan, realize how hard it is to get into the Baseball Hall of Fame. It is not like the NFL where they pick 10 random dudes every year and throw them in there. It is the Hall of Fame for a reason. There is only like 275. My numbers are off there. It's less than 300. It's less than 280 guys that are in the Baseball Hall of Fame for a reason. You're going to say, Norm, there's over 300. Yes, some of those are coaches that were not players. Some of those are broadcasters that were not players as well. And that's where you get your extras or GMs, things along those natures. But there are only 270-80-ish players that played in the MLB that are in the Baseball Hall of Fame for a reason. It's not the Hall of Greatness. It is the Hall of Fame for a reason. And I am so happy that Todd Helton is finally in there. It would have happened years ago if he played for somebody like the Red Sox or the Yankees or the Dodgers. He would have been in first ballot probably. But since he played in Colorado, people want to make it a big thing about their stadium. It wasn't. He's a fantastic player, regardless that he played 80 games in Mile High Stadium. Whatever. Congratulations, Todd. Baby, you and me are a twist of I have no idea who that is, but it's got a very Tetris vibe because it's from the movie Tetris. <laughs> Look what I did there. Anyway, let's talk about this NCAA Tennessee. Donde Plowman is her. Let her cook. She is the woman. And I, But I don't know where to take it. It, it, it. Depending on where you read your information, it is all over the place. Um, I, I've done a lot of orange web, web surfing. A lot of, and I hate state-run radio here in Knoxville. If you've heard me say anything, I hate it. They're saying it's not a big deal. Tony Basilio is saying, while people say it's not a big deal, it has to be a big deal. National media outlets are kind of laughing and making fun of it. I, I We've got Alabama fans that are siding with Tennessee here. When is enough and going to be enough with the NC2A? What, what I don't understand here, and I will try to put it, explain it to you to where I will mansplain this to you because it's a podcast and everybody mansplains on a podcast. The NCAA, from what I understand, and I could be wrong and I will admit if I'm wrong, is trying to say that when we recruited Nico, I'm in La Malava, that there were not rules in place for how we recruited him. So they are now saying, even though we've already been to them and went to a trial over the Jeremy Pruitt illegal recruiting scandal that there was, that they didn't bring any of this to light then at this point in time a year ago, that we did infractions, but there were no rules set in place for how we recruited Nico. But now we want to go back in time and say, well, those weren't there, but you should have been following X, Y, and Z guidelines. To me, that makes no sense. That's trying to put two back in the toothpaste. That's also saying, hey, I understand that you've been driving 85 on the interstate every day, but really we're going to knock the speed limit down from 70 to 55, and then we're going to charge you with reckless driving every day because you've went too fast all the time. You, you cannot put, you can't charge somebody for rules that weren't in place and go back and do that. And it, it just it makes no sense to me. I don't understand it. I'm very frustrated and very... I, I, it just makes no sense. 
as to what the NCAA is trying to do. It also makes no sense to me that we have got every, it seemed like, I mean, boom, it came out Monday, and 15 minutes later, Donde Plowman had a speech and a spiel, and the Virginia is suing the NCAA. We're suing the NCAA. It seems like everyone's going to get on board, and I just don't know what to tell you all to feel because it's very confusing to me as to how I'm supposed to interpret what is going on other than the fact that we're not backing down from the NCAA, it appears, which I guess is good. Also, I will tell you this, my friends at Knoxville Johnny, I have a wonderful Don Day Plowman shirt that I feel like you should go buy. I've bought one. You should buy one. It's like the Rifleman, but it's got Don Day Plowman's likeness on there. So I think you should you should you should cop that. Is what the kids say these days. It's a fantastic shirt. Um, but I don't know. I, I know there's a preliminary hearing. I think set for around Valentine's Day. So we'll we'll see how it goes. I am at the point where I think it's silly and stupid, but I guess we've got air on the side of caution is what I'm going to tell you as far as that goes. All right, let's come back. So we have talked baseball, basketball, NCAA things. Uh, let's talk uh, in the next week or so. I have got, sorry, I've, totally got distracted there um next week or so i'm going to be doing my nascar podcast so get excited or hit the skip button i don't know however you want to do as far as that goes last night they did race in the coliseum uh, i did watch it denny hamlin won are you excited i have no idea i i watched the nascar netflix special that was released and i think i'm a big denny hamlin fan now he it looks like everybody hates the guy and i'm here for it nascar needs a villain and i am on that villain bandwagon people just seem to hate that guy i don't understand why when we do our nascar podcast i'm going to ask i also am confused that the man owns a race car team with michael jordan and also is on a sponsorship with joe gibbs racing is very i is very confusing and i don't understand it but i'm here for it so there's that denny hamlin one we've got big golf stuff happening um as far as if you're a golf youtuber the good good classic is this week before the waste management the big party golf party that will be in scottsdale uh, next weekend uh, Bob does sports has their own golf thing. That's coming out this week on the golf channel. It's just a fantastic time to be alive. If you're a golf fan. So I'm saying all that to say NASCAR golf. We'll be talking about that soon next week as well. I think we're going to have a segment called the drive. And then you just imagine it with me. Scruffy city sports presents the drive. And then you have a sound like it's a golf thing. Boom. There it is. Um, so that's it. Uh, True Detective is still, it's, it's, it's fantastic. I highly recommend it. If you have not watched True Detective, please, what are you doing? Go watch that show right now. There's only a few more episodes. Episode four airs tonight as I'm recording this on February the 4th. <laughs> I hadn't said that, but we're saying it now. Episode four, there's only like three more episodes. We're at the halfway scene for that. And that's it. I also don't think I'm going to sing this week. So if you're hanging on for me singing, I'm sorry. I'm not going to do it. But I've had a fantastic time. This was the podcast. I love each and every one of you from the bottoms of my heart's lower left crevices. I apologize again that I was away. Podcasting conference in Nash Vegas last weekend. Lots of stuff and things. Ate a lot of good food. Great, great stuff. That's all I can say as far as Nashville goes. 
Happy to be back, though, in Knoxville. I love each and every one of you. I'm going to find us a song to play us out to, and, and that's it. That's it, everybody. Oh, oh, I will say this. Did we talk about Casey Musgraves on this? Because, see, I recorded the podcast and forgot to hit the record button, so I went back. But if I didn't, have you heard this song? It's fantastic. Rise up this morning Smile with the rising sun Three little birds But it's Casey Musgrave singing Three Little Birds and it's, oh gosh, it is so good. She is just, ah, mm. Mm, that's all I'll say about Casey Musgraves. I love each and every one of you. Thank you so much for listening. Next week, again, we will do, uh, I don't know if the NASCAR podcast will be next week or the following week or a midweek, but it will be soon for your ear holes to listen to. We will also talk about baseball uh, as far as previewing the MLB classic, Shriners classic, whatever it's called out there. We'll do that as well. And that's been it, everyone. Thank you for listening as always, and we will catch you all on the flippity flop. Love you. Goodbye. Thank you.